Hi, Michael Midas here. Welcome to the Mysterious Bluffs. About a year ago, my assistant at the antique store, Jeeves, had a second, and for the time being, final freedom shot. The vaccination for the Greenland flu. Now before we talk about Jeeves, let me tell you this. I'm on shot number eight myself. They're free, and during a pandemic, they're liberating. So much that everywhere I go, I use the woman's washroom. Come on! I only used the woman's washroom once, at the bowling alley, after I saw a guy shaking in the men's room. He was obviously an anti-vaxxer. That's it, I'd like to give an update about Jeeves, and, for the time being, his final freedom shot. It worked out pretty good for him. Yes, there was an itty-bitty issue at first. After a shot, we went to Piper's Panzerati to celebrate. I was buying him lunch, but he was snoozy at the restaurant. He must have been tired from that morning, busy at the antique store, dusting and whatnot. He was tired. Anyway, when our Panzerottis were ready, he went to the counter to get them, then decided to nap on the floor. Well, it was worse. He dropped down like a greedy narcoleptic. If he had just said to me he was tired, I'd have given him the day off to relax. Now, so you know, Jeeves and I haven't spoken about what happened. When I say he was tired, it doesn't mean he would admit it. Nobody wants to admit they were tired during an exquisite dining experience at Piper's Panzerati. So this is the reason for laying down I'm sure Jeeves would give. And you can't make this up. Jeeves once told me that when he went to college, he was miffed about the world... So he joined the Junior Totalitarians for Progress Party. And they'd go to the hippest, coolest protests, and at them, they'd lay down to make a statement. They'd lay down in front of the bank doors, or on the steps of City Hall. I'm sure they've laid down on the railroad tracks. That's it. I've spoken with G's over the years, and to this day, he occasionally mentions the Junior Totalitarians for Progress Party. So there's a place in his heart for them. And the day Jeeves laid down in the restaurant, even though he was tired from dusting and whatnot, he'd say the reason he lied down was to protest selling Panzerottis for profit. Now, to get him off the ground, the clerk offered him a magical Panzerotti called the Buenos Aires Special. And Jeeves, the stubborn old boy he is, ignored him. Fortunately, I was there to help him change his mind. It wasn't pretty. He refused to open his mouth. But that's another story. In the end, he ate the Panzerotti, got up, and trunk six inches. It sounds a bit crazy, but that's what happened. Good thing his wife enjoys shopping for clothes. So life went on. Well, the thing is, at the antique store, Jeeves wasn't himself. He was kind of aggressive towards clients, breathing in their faces while they spoke. Then instead of staying on topic, he'd ask them how many freedom shots they'd had. If they responded and said they had two or more shots, he'd tell them to go down to Piper's Panzerati, 
and eat the Buenos Aires special. Or the shots would catch up to them, and they'd feel the flames of a thousand hells. Most clients smirked at Jeeves. They thought he was passing off a sales gimmick. Buy antiques, or the devil will drive you mad. It worked. The Peruvian vases have been flying off the shelf. But Jeeves was doing other strange things. Most notably, just outside the store, I caught him sniffing the fire hydrant. And not just once. After a few times, I finally asked him why. He said, since he'd eaten the Buenos Aires special, he could name every breed of pooch that had done its business there. I said, you either need a time slot at dog shows or an exorcist. Well, Jeeves looked kind of insulted. He said, Who do you think I am? A money maniac trying to cash in every time a dog lifts its leg. Bring on the exorcist. So, it was a Wednesday afternoon and kind of slow at the antique store. And I'd never called an exorcist before. I booted up my laptop, went online to look for one, and it was surprising. There were plenty of exorcists for hire. And some of them were savvy at marketing. Glossy photos of themselves and testimonials like this one. My wife was speaking Babylonian and levitating in bed. She almost sacrificed our son for a better harvest season. I tried everything from decaf to handcuffing her in the closet. That's when I called Kareem from Kenya. He has a five-step success program to remove a demonic presence from your loved one. Before I could say, honey, we don't sleep on the ceiling, Kareem returned my loved one to her beautiful self. The next day, she bought me a new pair of pants. So Kareem sounded good, but Kenya is a few time zones away. Instead, I found this local guy, Mike Smith, the friendly neighborhood exorcist. I gotta admit, his slogan is a little bland. Accountant by day, demon hunter at night. But he has a 20% off coupon. So I gave him a call and explained that Jeeves was sniffing fire hydrants and threatening clients with the flames of a thousand hells. The first thing Mike Smith said was, don't tell me the Buenos Aires special. Right then, I knew the 20% off coupon would go a long way. We made an appointment for the next evening. He showed up exactly when he said he would at 7.05 p.m. I was expecting a Romanian reverend, but Mike Smith blew me away with his gray suit, red tie, and Brooks Brothers' attache case. I asked him, before we wrenched the demon from Jeeves, can we go over my 2007 tax return? I might have missed a credit. So I called Jeeves from the back room, where he was dusting and whatnot. Mike Smith had him sit down on a rocking chair. Then, from his attache case, he got out a pair of leather straps and tied Jeeves down. From his jacket pocket, Mike Smith pulled out a gold watch on a chain, then swung it back and forth in front of Jeeves. 
Concentrate on the watch, he said, and tell me about your household income. I was like, we're dealing with the demon, not a credit card application. All Jeeves could say was, I have a vase to dust. Right then, the front door opened. Frack! I forgot to lock it. In came Suzanne Sunday. And her name ain't in between Saturday and Monday. We're talking ice cream in a bowl with your choice of chocolate, strawberry, or butterscotch sauce on top. Suzanne was the blonde, bikini-worthy babaramus that was addicted to our Peruvian vases. She goes, why is Jeeves strapped down? Are you guys gay or something? I said, no, it's an exorcism. Would you like to be next? She goes, I'll pass. I just had a rough workout at the gym. Jeeves' eyes turned charcoal gray, and he said, no one calls me gay. Hang that witch in the town square. Mike Smith was all smiles. We've got a demon on our hands. And he's homophobic. What else are you, demon? Are you sexist? Racist? Do you pay attention to the score at football games? Jeeves tried to scratch his head, but couldn't loosen a hand from the straps. He said, What is this football you speak of? And the fools that score in it? Do they hang well? Do they hang like mutineers? Do they hang like the devils that call me a blunderbuss who frolics in the daisies? Mike Smith was still smiling. Demon, you're not homophobic. You think gay means to be loose with your happiness. Just like old times. You must be from the 17th century. I was like, Mike... Are you making this demon out to be a good guy? I don't care if it coaches the wheelchair basketball team. Jeeves has to stop threatening clients and sniffing fire hydrants. And until this demon gets a third-class ticket to hell, things won't change for the better. That's when Suzanne Sunday jumped in. And Mike, I'll bet you're racist, sexist, and homophobic too. Look at the gray suit you're wearing. It has right-wing nut job written all over it. Keep wearing it and you'll get in a transgender fender bender. Mike Smith kind of frowned. But I've done all the training programs. I even changed my cat's name from Buddy to Sally. At that moment, the smoke blew out of Jeeves' ears. He said... Hang all of you and do it in public so the good souls of this world will see for themselves. They'd rather hang new clothes in the closet. I was like, good souls of this world? Come on, what kind of demons is that? Sometimes a devil comes around me, and it's ugly and vicious. 
and it says souls are part of a fairy tale. It doesn't believe they exist. So why would this demon believe anything of the same sort? So Mike Smith opened his attaché case and pulled out the 2006 tax guide. Let me read this from front to back, and no one will have to be hanged. At that moment, Suzanne Sunday ran out the door, Jeeves' eyes went back to normal, and I showed Mike the 20% off coupon. Thanks for listening to The Mysterious Bluffs.